준이가 얘기를 했는데 아미도 저희 팬이고 저희도 아미 팬입니다. 알라기요. 
like an actual job. I always saw that as a hobby or like something that, that I could do in my free time. And but once when I got older and when I got in high school, I got like a tour around like a university. And in that tour, we visited the university that I ended up studying, the design university, something like that. I don't remember the actual name. Okay. Spanish. <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how to translate it into English, but let's say it's the design university. Okay. So they kind of gave us like the schedule and the subjects that they went through, like the whole, the whole career. And I was like, okay, I think there's something in here because I do know this and I do this already. Okay. Could this be like, like my, my next thing? Could this be something that I, I can do for the rest of my life? Because at that time, while I was studying for science, I found it super difficult for me while I was seeing all of my friends, all of my classmates, that they were super like quick and super smart on the subjects like anatomy or like seeing like chemistry and stuff like that. And I was never, even if I tried, like I had, I tried my hundred percent and I tried the hardest I could, I could ever try it in my life. I couldn't, I couldn't, literally, I couldn't do anything with that, with those subjects. So that was kind of like a, like a wake-up call for me okay like I couldn't do it and if I have the possibility of doing something else that I I really enjoy and that I I really liked maybe that's like a universe sign or like something sign for me to to say okay your life has to be changed or to life has to go into another direction so I had like once I visit and I did the tour I had like two weeks to put like a, like submit my information to the university that I, I finally wanted to go to. Oh, damn. That is yeah. kind it, of a short time. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I was there standing thinking, okay, I've, I've been thinking about science my whole life. And now I'm just going to change it in two weeks to art, to design, to something that was completely different for, from what I've, like, I've, I've, I was raised because all of my family was also like giving me science things or giving me science books for me to be like prepared. the next. Right. Yeah. And for me to be prepared, for me to be like, like their pride or whatever. So it, it was kind of, to be honest, it was kind of like an impulsive decision to go with design because I just, I felt it like I felt it, in, I felt it inside me. And I said, okay, let's, let's go. I mean, I don't, I literally have nothing to lose other than <laughs> my whole life <laughs> studying science. So, and yeah, that's, that, that's how I went in, went in. And to be honest, it was completely difficult at, at the beginning because like, like I was being prepared for science before I went into university other other classmates were prepared for design or were prepared for art before getting into university so they already had kind of like the background right of certain concepts or certain topics that they already kind of knew obviously not not like a hundred percent because that's like what university does they teach you things but they kind of knew these things and I, I didn't knew like I was at zero percent so for me to kind of catch up with them, 
it was a pretty difficult thing. And I do remember one of my, at that time, teachers told me, I don't know, I think you don't seem that well in design. I think you should start thinking about other careers because I don't see you as a designer. And I felt, Damn. yeah, it, it, <laughs> like I was literally like two weeks into the career and then you're already telling me that I'm okay. Okay, teacher. Totally. And, but yeah, I, I, at one point I already cashed up, but I, I don't think I was satisfied with myself with being the same level as them. So I just kept going and I just kept learning things. To kind of not not to be better, but to improve myself and to be, to know more than them. I mean, I kind of wanted to stand out in a way. So I just kept going and that's where I am today. <laughs> Say it, Queen. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> impressed by that teacher. If anyone I am, I am. listening here is a teacher, please, yeah. please. You're an army. I assume that you're an army, so <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it's a very interesting story overall. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you. Like deleting completely the teacher. <laughs> um, yeah. I Teachers really, can be tough, though. Yeah. Teachers do that. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I mean, I try to see it objectively, but yeah. I don't see any situation in which a teacher should say that. I mean you are supposed no. to be teaching to be to exactly, who is yeah. not prepared so yeah i don't know um but yeah uh overall i think it's a very interesting story and um i don't know how you see it in a way like you think that you found your true dream or you mm -hmm. like your dream changed like what do you think happened in there because at the end of the day, you were always interested in medicine so um, yeah. and science and stuff, even though it was kind of yeah. difficult. So do you think yeah. it was like a change or like uh, like uh, this is the reality? This is what I this is kind of what gets me to what I want or or gets me to create what I want. I think it's kind of a combination of both, because if I if I would have went with what I dreamed, I dreamed about being a doctor and I dreamed about being like a nurse or whatever in the science field, but it, it couldn't happen because I, I didn't have the abilities to do that. So I kind of put myself in the real reality of where I was. Like I, I couldn't do anything science because, and it, it, it wasn't like, Oh no, I'm failing. This is not what I, I'm supposed to do with my life. It wasn't like me giving up easily. It, it, It actually, like, it took me and it, it hit me hard to kind of go away from that dream. But I, but at the same time, the editing and the design kind of career at that time felt like, okay, this is what I can do and this is what I like. But then when I started getting into it, it became my dream. It became my, like, I turned the reality into a dream, into something that I could, I, I could and I wanted to achieve. Not just at the time, but like in 10 years or 15 years, I want to be here and here and here. But all of that starting out from a change of reality, I think. That's right. Well, that's amazing. That's a great point of view. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I couldn't stop thinking about um, Jungi saying um, it also takes a lot of courage to, to give yes. up. 
So don't feel discouraged because of that. Yeah. Um, That's literally so. what I was thinking, yeah, but I, I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we're connected. Don't worry. What you need, I'll be here to, to help. <laughs> um, hola, hola. Hoy estamos conociendo a Daniela Dávila, o Chimi, como seguro la conocen ya. <ríe> es diseñadora gráfica mexicana de 25 años que pasa buena parte de su día haciendo arte de BTS, cuando no está trabajando, claro está. <ríe> de pequeña siempre quiso ser doctora o trabajar en algo relacionado a la ciencia, pero siempre amaba hacer edits para Selena Gómez o Ariana Grande, etc. Siempre ha sido muy fan en general. Pero, al mismo tiempo, siempre lo vio como un hobby. Um, pero, en secundaria, tuvo como un tour en una universidad a la que terminó yendo, la Universidad de Diseño, por decirlo así, nos lo comentó. Um, y empezó a preguntarse si era algo de lo que de verdad pudiese trabajar. Pues, en sus estudios científicos, sentía que se esforzaba muchísimo e igual los temas se le dificultaban un montón. Luego del tour, tuvo dos semanas para tomar una decisión y finalmente entró a diseño gráfico, lo cual fue bastante complicado al inicio, pero fue esforzándose cada vez más para estar al día con sus compañeros, pues estaban como adelantados un poco, por decirlo de alguna manera, porque pues llevaban mucho tiempo estudiando un poco más sobre, sobre diseño y todo lo que tiene que ver al respecto. Entonces, um, incluso quiso ir más allá y... Saber más, básicamente, cada vez más. El diseño se convirtió en su sueño. Básicamente nos lo comentó como que tomó la realidad y la convirtió en algo que quería y podía lograr. So, yeah. And uh, that, that was the journey um, with, mm. with your career and what you do in life. And how yeah. did it start with Bangtan? What happened with Bangtan? Like, what, that, what was that one content, that video, that, that, mm -hmm. that song that you listened to, that performance or whatever that crossed mm -hmm. your eyes and you said, mm, I want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, just to know them, like I, before, like in 2015, 2016, you already heard of BTS, but you never, I never got into the fan and I never got like super interested in them to be like a fan. But I've obviously heard of them and of, of like the K-pop world. But it, it wasn't until we hit the quarantine and we were on the lockdown that I kind of used and I, I had to let go out of like the daily routine or like the sadness that was happening in the world with COVID. I kind of relied on YouTube and TikTok. I think that's kind of like one of the peak moments for the social media like we were all on social media because we couldn't get out and we couldn't do anything so I was on YouTube one day and I've always been a fan of a series of videos called carpool karaoke for from James Corden I think yeah James Corden yeah and I've always been a fan of those those videos those series and I saw that he posted the one with BTS and I was like hmm Should I watch it? Uh, I was too, there are too many people in there. How yeah, literally. Like, I was so skeptical about like, what's their deal? I don't know. Like, why are they so popular? And I don't even recognize any of them. Like, how? And, but I, I said, I thought, okay, I mean, what, why am I going to lose? Like, what am I going to lose? I'm not going to lose anything. So I watched it with my brother, because he's also like a huge fan of the, of the, of that series. And okay. we completely, 
loved it. I, I, I completely loved the fact that even though I didn't understand a single word that they say besides RM, because RM like, <laughs> spoke English, but all of the other members spoke in Korean, spoke in language and, and like in gestures and like stuff. And I still understood their message. I still understood how they were feeling and, and what they were thinking and stuff. So to me, that kind of resonated and that kind of attracted me to, me, to say, okay, I they're funny they're cute I don't I don't recognize any of them I don't know who they are and I can at the beginning I couldn't even tell them apart like I couldn't say okay this is you and this I I saw them all like together and like this equal so I said okay I kind of see something here I don't know what what it is but I I definitely was interested from that video and seeing their energy in general so from that, I started seeing music videos and live shows. And the first music videos that I saw, I think, was Black Swan and Girl. Boy With Love. Black Swan. I, I, I just, you I, want top-tier content. <laughs> honestly, yeah, and I, I can strongly and confidently say that Black Swan is the best BTS song ever. I I can I I I stand with that. The statements were made, people. I yeah. <laughs> I cannot I cannot say otherwise. I mean, <laughs> and you know why? I think at, at the point where I listened to Black Swan, that's the moment that I, I knew that it was something special. That I knew that I I I resonated with them and that I wanted to be part of that. Because when I listened to Black Swan, I was going through like an kind of like an art block like I I've ever since I graduated I did like fun art and stuff but I, I didn't do any BTS at that moment it was like Selena Gomez or like Katy Perry or like all of these western artists that I know I I was making uh fun art for them but I got to a point where I didn't, I didn't saw my account growing. I didn't saw my art evolving. I, I got stuck. So I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what, how to change it or how to evolve it. So because of Black Swan talks about you falling out, out of love of your art and you being at the deepest of like your passion and not really feeling anything for what you used to like love and like, all of that, all of that message, like literally it touched my heart and it, and at this moment, at this point, whenever I listen to Black Swan, it takes me back to the moment where I first listened to it and it takes me back to the, to the moment when I felt like the, I was at my deepest and I'm, I, I feel grateful for listening to that song and for, for them to even spoke about it because I've never, I don't think I've ever heard anyone spoken or speak about you falling out of love of art or you not really finding joy in what you do because mostly like the heartbreak they are heartbreak songs or like love songs or like whatever and and obviously you can find so many ways to say kind of like the same message but I've never heard specifically a song about falling out of love of art and that resonated with me and that's why because i say black swan is the best bts <laughs> thanks for coming to my ted talk <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
amazing. That was the that was the start of everything, and and yeah, that's how I. They kind of changed my perspective on everything, and they they art and they their concepts, their music video, the way they are stylish, the way that they present even just like the photo shoots like the the amount of photo shoots that they've done it's crazy the amount of content that they have and all of that content motivated me and said okay if they are already doing all of this why can't I start making something like that or why can't I start creating that much content just like them right and and yeah I think and even from from the start when you listen to music in Korean, for me, the whole process of having to translate the Korean lyrics into English. And for me, because I'm a, I'm an Spanish speaker, I have to kind of double translate that. Right. So the, I think the kind of like my, my cre- creative process kind of starts there because I have to reinterpretate or to give another meaning to words that they already said in one language but then having to discover the message around translations and around interpretations so for me to give another interpretation so it's kind of like I think it's an interesting process totally (laughs) a lot of us do and we kind of translated into art or we translated into dance or music or singing or writing or whatever we do to contribute the the fandom but I think that's kind of like where everything starts right um I was just about to say something about it like I think as as a graphic designer, I'm sure that it was like the whole combo and what you said, like the videos and their stylish stylish and and everything around it, but also the concepts. Like, you know, um, they have a song and they have this whole concept that they they share, not just through the song and the lyrics and the music itself, but through the video and through the album and through the everything, (laughs) through the whole combo. So... So I'm pretty sure that that is quite an, an interesting process for you. Like, like that's something that probably caught your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really did. Like seeing the amount of effort and the budget that they have for music videos is freaking insane. Like now, every time that I see a music video from a Western artist, I'm like, what the hell is it? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Literally, I don't know. Like in... I, I still get surprised by the stages and by the 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 whole concept of the music videos, not even BTS, because like now I I kind of do listen to other K-pop songs. But every time that I see like a new K-pop video, um, I don't know, like posting it or going live in the premiere, I'm like, how the hell do, do they think of this? And how do they make it? It's so it's like another level everything it's another level and that's that kind of shocked me at first when I first got into like k-pop and bts I was just like impressed and like how I want to do that how (laughs) teach me teach me me your ways please (laughs) (laughs) Chimi ya sabía de bts pero no era fan ni nada hasta que llegó el 2020 Siempre le han gustado mucho los videos de Carpool Karaoke de James Corden 
y cuando salió el de BTS estaba un poco escéptica sobre verlo, pero finalmente lo hizo y lo amó. Aunque no entendiera coreano, igual entendía cómo se sentían ellos, lo que hacían y así, y, y lo que querían transmitir, y pues eso resonó mucho con ella. Así que empezó a ver MVs y live shows, y de hecho, el primero que vio fue Black Swan y Boy With Love. Nos comentó que es totalmente creyente de que Black Swan es la mejor canción de Bangtan, y pues justo con esa canción conectó mucho con ellos, porque pues en ese momento estaba en una especie de bloqueo creativo, no veía crecimiento en su cuenta o evolución en su arte y se sentía estancada básicamente. Y como Black Swan habla de como desenamorarte del arte y esos sentimientos, eh, pues llegó mucho a ella y a lo que estaba pasando. La verdad es que nos comentó que BTS cambió mucho su perspectiva de todo y la cantidad de contenido que hacen la hizo pensar, tipo, ellos están haciendo todo esto, porque no puedo yo empezar a hacer algo también? Um, I totally understand that. Um, yeah. And how did, like, the shock was overcame and, and you kind of identified yourself as ARMY? Like, how was it that it, you had this whole impression and you had this, um, you connected, you kind of connected with them with, with first with mm -hmm. the Carpool Karaoke, and mm -hmm. then um, you uh, listen and watch the Black Swans video, and um, everything came together. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, but how was it that it wasn't just something casual or something that maybe inspired you in the moment, and then you just were like casually listening? What, what was it that made you say, like, I'm an army, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for these people? <laughs> mm -hmm. I would say the lyrics and the yeah just the lyrics how they weren't afraid of touching certain topics or certain subjects around society or around even themselves like mental health or like being an idol like what does that mean or like having a dream but not really having a dream like they literally touched every topic that I could ever think of like of like a human topic because if I compare their discography to for example like One Direction they they also like have a lot of songs but not I don't think they are as human and as deep as the BTS lyrics and songs because they mainly are like oh my god love or like a girl or like which I love I mean <laughs> I love One Direction and I love them and I, I love their songs but I, I don't think I've ever connected in a human way or like in a just me as a person with them and I, I also think that it has to do with me being an adult and me being like older than when I was like listening to One Direction and stuff because now I right. understand things I understand situations way better than when I was in high school so for me to not see in that they didn't only for, only for the money or seeing that they didn't only for, because they got together in a group with an agency at the, and that they are obligated to do things because I felt like that true and honest connection with art and with music and that they were really, uh, they really wanted to put out a message, like a positive message for us to be okay and for us to be unsure to be sure about certain topics and subjects 
that's where it clicked for me obviously like the music and the beats and that's like amazing that's like on top of everything like that's super cool and they are super handsome obviously that's another <laughs> part of it important okay. important part yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i i think the overall lyrics and message was for me what what connected with them and and the way that they they say things because it's with the lyrics they could have done like super easy to understand lyrics like not really doing any like kind of like a poetry because i i relate back to Jungi or to rm who use a lot of poetry or like kind of like a poetry style in their raps and even j-hope like they use so many references and they use so many ways to to, to say one thing and that kind of that kind that kind of like complicated or like that kind of uh how can i say it the complexity of it maybe com yeah exactly the complexity <laughs> of them of of how they say a simple thing it's what got me i think right um yeah i think with that we kind of see the effort you know like maybe yeah. you can have a message and you can have something to say But the effort that you put in what in how you say it also counts. Yeah. Um, so I think it's amazing. I think it's it's super um, understandable and and great that 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 was kind of the way that it connected you and and that you said like yeah. you know what I'm an army um, because yeah. I love this man <laughs> and I yeah. and and because they really touched me in in another level and and yeah. there were like this kind of differences with with the music and and the artists mm -hmm. that you um consumed beforehand so yeah that's very cool and then how mm -hmm. do you think like you connected in this way and they 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 kind of appeared or or um moved things inside you or um with their videos Um, mm -hmm. how did you think they helped you like in any kind of field um, like mm -hmm. they were there and, and but you think that you were able to do something because of them or their music or anything that has to do with them <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think they have helped me in two ways like me personally and me professionally okay so me professionally because I do art for them and inspiring them i i have the whole liberty of me experimenting without anyone saying i don't like this i don't like this effect please do this like i like those things are like common on the agency that i work because i do work for some some like some someone else i, I lost the word sorry <laughs> <laughs> don't worry so If I'm I'm get, if I'm getting used to someone telling me I don't like this I don't like this I don't like this so I get to a point where I'm like okay I'm limiting myself because I I know that they don't like this so I have like a certain small space that I can only work with but me with BTS I have the whole liberty of literally doing whatever the heck I want because <laughs> no one is telling me to do it and no one is telling me what to do so for me to have that opportunity to express myself through the things that I do, like video or like a 3D art or like lettering or like doodle illustration, 
there's so many things and there's so many ways you can uh, deliver a message through design. Either it's like with photos or with, like I said, illustration or just font or just typography or... So for me to have that opportunity to mix and match all of those things with BTS that I like, for me, that kind of like gives me the opportunity to grow professionally because now if I, if, I, if I go to my agency and they put me like a work or whatever, I'm like, okay, I can do this like I did this BTS art or I already know how to do this because I did this BTS art. And I already went through kind of like this creative process that they are asking me to do because I already experienced it in my free time. So I kind of have this backup and this kind of like background of already knowing things and doing things because of them. Right. And personally, I do think that because of like the lyrics and music and stuff, they have given me more confidence about myself. So I've always been, ever since I was in like high school and middle school, I've always been super tall. Like I'm huge. If you see me in person, I'm, I'm literally like a troll or something. I look huge because I am super tall. And also I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm plus size. So okay. I, I, I really stand out in a room, even if I don't want to. And that, that has always been like, kind of like my, my problem with myself, not, not anymore, but before, like in high school and stuff, I would always tend to wear black clothes or like not wearing high heels or like not really doing my makeup and stuff. Cause I didn't want it to stand out. I already stand it out with myself, like with physically. So I tried to hide myself as much as I could with what I wore and stuff. But when I, st when I started listening to them, because I saw all of the colors that they used and all of the colors that a music video had and all of the ways that, that they expressed themselves. I kind of went like, okay, why, why can't I show myself or show that confidence just like them? And if I see like all of all the other armies doing the same and showing their true colors, why can't I? Why, why, why am I holding myself back? So... I started, and also, like, I'm super inspired by Hobie style, by J-Hope styles. So he's, like, super outgoing and, like, super urban and using, like, super baggy baggy clothes. Fashion and icon, girl. Fashion icon. He's a fashion icon, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all are. But I think my style, it's kind of like this going with J-Hope style. So seeing how he makes and match clothes and things and how he wasn't afraid of wearing a bag or wearing like nail art or wearing a hat or whatever things that you don't really see men in like in your city or whatever wearing seeing that he wasn't afraid of doing that okay then why am I afraid of literally just wearing a collar of, of me just showing up in another thing that is in black so I kind of like started transitioning into like my style and stuff with color and just kind of showing myself like I like I do my arts like super poppy and super colorful and stuff because that, that's how I feel my spirit is so I started doing that in real world and doing that with my clothes 
And at this point, I'm, I'm super happy. Like, I'm, I just came, I told you, I, I just came back from doing my nails. And they're yeah. super colorful. They are so like, they have a happy face and stuff. They have clouds. Because now I do like it. Now I do. I'm not afraid of showing myself, I think. And that, I mean, I, I still don't think I love myself 100%. There, there's certainly some days that I don't feel like I'm liking myself or whatever. But I think that's kind of normal for everyone like having those days where you don't feel at your best but at the same time I do recognize that I I like myself and they I think they help me achieve that totally yeah at the end of the day it's a whole journey um and it has its ups and downs um mm -hmm. and they say it to a lot like It's not a it's not a line. It's not something that uh -huh. you will go no. from here to there and you're gonna stay there and it's gonna be amazing. Um, no. But um, but I think that's basically what makes it make us humans and and make us um, yeah. constant be constantly developing and evolving and 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 realizing yeah. that and knowing that it's okay. It's yeah. part of the process too. So I think it's yeah. amazing that they kind of help you with that and inspire you to to in that um in that aspect and then and, and mm -hmm. you are in that journey i think it's I, i think it's amazing because yeah none of us yeah. should feel should belittle ourselves just because of what we were born with like that it basically should yeah. be what we are like showing up the most literally el hecho de que no tuviesen miedo de tocar ciertos temas um, hizo que de cierta forma ella pudiera conectar de verdad por la manera en la que ellos cuentan las cosas y cómo utilizan las palabras en sus canciones, con una complejidad genial que la cautivó. Nos cuenta que piensa um, que Bangtan la ha ayudado en dos aspectos principalmente. Profesionalmente, porque hace arte para ellos, lo que le permite hacer lo que quiere con su arte, con total libertad y crece y aprende en ese proceso. Entonces, es bastante fructífero para ella. Y también personalmente, porque con su música le han dado más confianza en sí misma, pues por su altura siempre ha resaltado, incluso cuando no quiere hacerlo. Y pues ha sido un problema desde muy joven, porque intentaba esconderse. Pero por toda la manera en que ellos se expresan, empezó a preguntarse por qué no hacerlo ella también. De hecho, nos comentó que Hobby fue parte crucial de este proceso. Pues así empezó a mostrarse a sí misma como verdaderamente siente su espíritu. So, um, with the with the artistic part, with the with the um, mm -hmm. professional part that you told us, um, uh, it's absolutely great that it kind of um, gave you this freedom. This, um, mm -hmm. this, yeah, this, this, you're, you, you could do whatever you wanted because at the end of the day, it was, um, what, um, your art and you were sharing it because you wanted to and not because you were following some rules and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it also helped yeah. you to evolve, um, with some techniques and stuff. And how, yeah. um, how did that start? Like you told us that you've been doing fun arts since mm -hmm. a very young age, but mm -hmm. how did the, BTS Farner started in a way like you you decided to kind of yeah um turn your account a little to that side and and change your mm -hmm. style like you said like what was the process how how does a fun art artist fun artist <laughs> starts <laughs> so 
for me, when when I first got my Instagram account, my first posts were of like Selena Gomez and Katy Perry. But before Instagram, I focused on there's a platform called Behance. I don't know if you know it. Yeah. So you as a creative person, you will get to upload and to post your projects or kind of I <laughs> oh my god. I almost choke. <laughs> Drink some Sorry. water, girl. Don't worry. We are not rushing at all. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so I I was focused on posting my projects in, in Behance and kind of building my portfolio in Behance. So whatever project I did, even if it was like a fun art, I posted it on Behance. So if you now go to my Behance, you could probably see things that aren't on my Instagram because once I posted them on Behance, I was like, okay, maybe I can translate this and, and post this into another platform just so I can kind of start building something. So the first, the very first BTS project that I did was, I think, a covered artwork for Dynamite. So mm -hmm. the Dynamite uh, logo like went into inter into the internet and we saw it in Twitter, but I kind of felt like it lacked something and that it needed some tweaking. So I did one and I actually did two and I mocked them up on like a Spotify song and stuff. And I, I posted that on Behance and I really liked it. And I posted it on Instagram. And then the second one was with the dynamite, the dynamite concept photos, I think. I did some photo cards. Mm -hmm. And I, I also posted them on Behance. And I did like a series. I think that's when my kind of like my series started. Because I'm, I'm now used to whenever I do like a, a concept, I do all of them, like the seven of them, and post them as a series of photo cards. And okay. I think that that was the the very first one that I did. And I posted it on Behance. And then I was like, okay, maybe this can also live in Instagram. But then those were like my first two. And then I kind of paused for a little. Because this, this was also like another dark time of me and my art. Like me really not knowing what to do and how to evolve it. And I took, I think like a two months break that I didn't know, I literally didn't know what to do or how to, what to make. But then Butter came, came out. Butter, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, Butter, I mean, I, I kind of went, I've, I kind of went through like the whole premiere thing with Dynamite. Dynamite, I think was my first comeback. If, okay. if it counts as a comeback. And I really enjoyed it and stuff, but I think Butter for some reason has, a special place in my heart. I don't know what what it did with me. I don't know if it was the video. I don't know if it was the song. But I butter is so special to me, and it it inspired me to make one sugar art. So I did the art kind of like in a collage style that I've always wanted to do, but I never I never did it. I never posted, and I did it, and I posted it. And it got so much, I mean, at that, at that time, it got like, I think like 500 likes. It, that was crazy to me. That was like, literally, I don't know how it happened. I don't know. 
because I had like a thousand followers, I think. So I was like, how did my art got so many likes? Like literally, how? Right. And I think in people on the comments were asking, do the Young version, please, or do the Jimin version, please, or asking for all of the members. And I was like, okay, do people are interested in this? Um, and because I saw a lot of that, I said, okay, I'm going to turn this into a series. And that's where it started. That's literally where it started with me just posting a Yoongi fan art. <laughs> and if I, I, I remember 100% me being like, before I posted it, like, I know that most of my followers probably doesn't like BTS because I, I got used to posting Selena Gomez and Katy Perry and other artists. So I said, maybe this won't have any success because I don't know if they like BTS. But I posted it, and that's literally when my account turned into a BTS fan account. <laughs> <laughs> Everything uh, changed in that moment. <laughs> literally, yeah. And, and not only with that one, I, it has happened to me a lot of times that the, the arts that I think that aren't as good or that people are not going to like them, they are the most popular ones. And I don't know how or why. <laughs> well, what's, what's, what's happening? <laughs> Um, I think it's very um, interesting, very, um, yeah, very interesting to see how it was like kind of a journey at the end of the day, because it was not something that you did, that you started doing because of Bangtan, because you were saying like this whole uh -huh. uh, fun arts of Selena and, and Katie and all of that, um, and them. But um, I think it's very interesting to see that there was a first early step in which you kind of just did a revamp of uh, a yeah. lot of like you just did something like mm, I think this could look better and you did yeah. it and that was it um yeah but then and that and that didn't have that much attention um mm -hmm. but then the 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 fun art was like the the sugar fun art was like yeah. the boom and what you you kind of realized um what yeah. what was going on <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, uh -huh. I don't know if it was so popular because I was used to making things on my computer. Like I was so holding myself back into being like minimalistic and being like on trend. Because at that time, like being super clean or being like presenting mock-ups and presenting renders like in a clean way was like the trend. So... I think I kind of hold myself back into it and I didn't give my 100% because of that. But when I posted the Yoongi art, that included like collage and it, it looks super messy. It looks like I did it on like 10 minutes and like me not giving uh, like my whole into it, like me doodling over it, like me drawing super ugly over it. And I think that's kind of like my style now that, now that I, don't, <laughs> I don't do things like perfectly okay and I think people saw something in that I think people saw my truly self in that and and I think that's why it resonated so much and that I think that's why it got so much popular because it was so different from what I was used to see or from uh, maybe my followers were used to see from me so yeah right um yeah and I I like to say it also like as um, kind of a lesson from life, maybe. 
um, mm-hmm. to you in that moment, but to many artists that are begin that are starting or or yeah, people um, we artists usually tend to kind of uh, don't take um, we don't usually like stuff yeah. <laughs> what we do. Um, I think yeah. that's something I've seen a lot. Um, people can say it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And we're like, uh-huh. yeah, I could do better, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I think it's a great, um, like, like, I'm t- like I'm saying, uh, a great lesson because it is it first is. Um, not to realize for like, started mm-hmm. fun, uh, starting fun artists that um, it's not all like like what we were saying it's not a line it's not mm-hmm. something that happens from today to tomorrow and you, yeah. you can think that it hasn't worked when you did the first the second the third thing that you <laughs> that you yeah. started doing but then um it gets its way when when you keep um keep searching when you keep doing when you keep creating um that is mm-hmm. kind of the thing that that move us <laughs> so yeah and mm-hmm. that's kind of like an advice sometimes people ask me like I'm a graphic designer or I'm just starting to design what what advice can you give me and I'm like honestly just don't do whatever everyone else is doing because I mean I, I probably that sounds like super cliche or whatever But if you are truly trying to be like other people, you are just pausing and kind of like erasing your own spark, your own style. So, and obviously you you wouldn't get your style like at the first time that you make an art or something. It's like, you have to evolve. You have to learn a lot of things for you to say, okay, I like this, I like this, I like this. I can mix this and mix this. But if if you don't try, if you don't experiment, if you don't know the different things that you can do, you would never know what's your thing. You never, you would never know, okay, I I like this. And so it's kind of like a mix of everything that you've went through and everything that you know is mixing and, and matching and converting and evolute that and also for example for me the doodling thing and the this kind of like handmade illustrations I started them because I I've never been good at drawing I've never been good at doing like super realistic art I suck at that and and I always kind of felt bad about that because I saw that all my classmates were like super good at drawing like a person or like an apple or whatever and given like the shading and stuff and super realistic and I could never do that and for a long time I hold myself like accountable for that like why can't you draw like that why can't you draw realistically but then I think at, at, a, at one point I was like okay I, I know that I can't do that so one, why don't take advantage of what I can do and like taking advantage of my weakness let's say so my weakness was not drawing super cute and not drawing super perfectly. So I took advantage of that and that took and that became my style, I think. Yeah. Um listen to to everyone who's listening, I think definitely Jimmy and I were definitely connected because that was kind of the question <laughs> I'm was gonna make. So there's something <laughs> happening in here. I just wanted you, I just wanted to let you know. Um <laughs> Bantang is present. Yeah, Bantang is here. I know they're spiritually with us. <laughs> um yeah. 
and uh, I think it's great. I will take that uh, that that advice, that part of the advice personally, because yes. I've always I say it with every graphic um, artistic person that comes in here. I really admire all of that, and I've never been uh, very skilled in it. So mm -hmm. I will take it personally, and I will sit yeah. myself and say, "What can you do? <laughs> What can um, I do? Yeah." So I think that's great um, for everyone who's listening, for any um, starting artist or for anyone who wants to do mm -hmm. anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just focus on what you can do and, and, yeah. and explore, experiment, like, like you said, because yeah. at the end of the day, that's what make, like, makes you learn what you can do and what you're better at and what you like, that it's kind of the important part yeah. of it all. Enjoying yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Yeah. Antes de tener su cuenta de Instagram, Chimi estaba enfocada en publicar sus proyectos en Behance para armar portafolio. Pero al entrar en Instagram subió posts de otros artistas. Su primer proyecto relacionado a BTS fue un artwork de la cover de Dynamite porque sentía que le faltaba algo. Y luego, lo segundo que publicó al respecto fue una serie de photocards con las concept photos de Dynamite pero en ese tiempo estuvo pasando por un momento complicado con su arte y no hizo mucho más aparte de ello, como por dos meses aproximadamente nos contó. Hasta que salió Butter y se inspiró a hacer un fanart de Suga con una técnica que no había probado antes y tuvo mucha atención el post. Um, así que se sorprendió bastante. Y ese fue el momento en que su cuenta se convirtió básicamente en una cuenta de fanarts de BTS. <ríe> su principal consejo para artistas es no hagas lo que todos los demás están haciendo. Si de verdad estás intentando ser como otra gente, estás de alguna manera borrando tu propia chispa o estilo. Tienes que intentar experimentar lo que te gustaría para poder evolucionar. En un punto empezó a pensar, ok, sé que no puedo hacer esto, Ahora, ¿qué es lo que sí puedo hacer? Y nos comenta que considera bastante importante enfocarse en ello. So, um, it's been two years, kinda, almost. Um, yeah. And um, many things happen. Um, um, uh, what is, I don't know, since you started your, um, your, your, your account and you started posting BTS fan art and stuff like um is there like a, an experience that you would you would like um highlight like you would say um this happened and it was great or something happened and I didn't know what to do or I don't know any experience that you will an anecdote that you would um like to tell because it was I don't know a highlight that uh, interesting anything uh <laughs> mm. I would definitely say like every time that I post an art is like a surprise. I never know what to expect. I never know if it's going to be like well-received or I mean, all of them are well-received, but I don't know if they're going to go viral or whatever. So each time that I post something, it's like an adventure kind of for me because I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? Like, is this going to be big? Is this going to be normal? So just like the, that whole process is, keeps me interested still in my account and my art every single day like seeing how it 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 gets the support of everyone and also just me seeing 
people who I used to follow for a long time, like me seeing, I follow a bunch of armies, like big kind of like influencer armies here in Mexico. And when I saw them following me and started commenting on my art, I was like, oh my God, I made it. Oh my God, I'm famous. <laughs> and just started, I mean, just me seeing the, the support and the love that everyone gives me every single time. It's it's a complete experience. And I think that's the highlight of everything. And also the the amount of people that I've known through the through my page and through through my art. Knowing I now I know a lot of designers, I know a lot of illustrators, I know just armies and people who connect with me, not just because of Bangtan, but because of other things. Like just the whole experience of having people around me. I think it's the most valuable thing that I would take from this whole experience with my Instagram account and my art. Yeah. Totally. That's great. I'm really glad that you've been experiencing that. Um, you totally deserve it. Um, Thank you. Of course, we're going to say it at the end, but if you haven't seen her art, of course, you gotta <laughs> go and see it. <laughs> go, go look for that sugar um, fan art and then look at everything else. I'm super sure that your attention is going to be caught. Uh, yes, <laughs> um, hopefully. So yeah, um, many things... Um, you you get to experience a lot of things and mm -hmm. being in a fandom is like a whole experience itself that it's kind of delicate sometimes even um mm -hmm. and, and and yeah many things happen um mm -hmm. but what do you think it's that main thing that keeps you here that after all this time like these two years and stuff and and you've been creating and all of that that passion and that love hasn't faded away and that mm -hmm. um, kind of intention and wanting to create stuff for Bangtan hasn't changed either. Like what is that thing that keeps you here? This might be like a super simple answer, but I think them, like them, the seven members keep me here. Cause I've been, I've honestly, I've been through a lot through my, through my page, like negative stuff and I've also seen things that, for example, Hive do or like Big Kid do. And at the end of the day, I don't really care about those as corporations. I only care about Bangtan. I only care about the members. So I think just them being who they are and expressing themselves through anything that they do is what keeps me here. And it's what keeps me motivated and eager to still try creative things. It's just them. <coughs> um, you said it. Yeah. I mean, you went <laughs> straight to the point. I think I, I don't have anything to say to that. Um, because, yeah. It's so shocking. <laughs> At the end of the day is, is that for all of us. I mean, that's the beginning. Yeah. And that's, that's what keeps... Um, And, and other um, situations and reasons um, that have been brought up in this, um, in this, in this podcast, people have told us like, mm -hmm. why, why are they still here and what keeps them here? And there are always a lot of answers, but all of that gets, um, gets together, yeah. gets, um, it's there because of them. And I think it's, it's yeah. great that that's what at the end of the day keeps us here. And, and, and we're so, yeah. so passionate about them. Um, yeah.
Cada vez que Chimmy publica algo, no sabe qué va a pasar con ese post y hace que todo el proceso sea aún más emocionante. Además, cuando empezó a notar Armies Influencers que ya seguía siguiéndola a ella, se impresionó mucho. Pero lo que más destaca de toda la experiencia es el recibimiento de quienes ven su arte y la cantidad de personas que ha conocido a través de ello, a través de su arte, de lo que hace y la manera en que conecta con esas personas. Considera que, sin duda, lo que la mantiene aquí son ellos, los miembros, Bangtan. Pues sí, ha pasado por muchas cosas con su cuenta, pero al final del día lo que realmente le importa eh, es BTS y la manera en que se expresan ellos, pues la motivan a seguir creando y amándolos. So, with that said, we are heading to the end of this interview, so we can go to the fast questions. Oh my God, no, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the last, um, uh, the last guests have told me the same and I'm like, am I being mean? Is people listening <laughs> to these episodes and saying like, why is she doing this to me? <laughs> no, 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 it's just like the, the quickness of it. It's like, what am I going to answer? I don't know what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. We'll, we'll be all right. Like I, I okay. always say, um, well, I haven't said the listeners, But mm -hmm. listen, don't think that I have this prepared, that like these are <laughs> super well made uh, fast questions that I have done beforehand. No, this is like a <laughs> like a one one situation. She's um, she's going to be fast thinking about what to yeah. answer. I'm going to be fast thinking about what to ask. <laughs> yeah, I literally so, have no idea what she's about to ask. Yeah, so. I, I don't know either. So we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we can start with that and first question if you okay. had the opportunity to show Bangtan one of your fan arts which one would it be oh my god this is a quick <laughs> no this is a super difficult question <laughs> don't worry you have time we don't pressure in here I know it's called the fast question okay. but but you can think you don't need to to rush I would say I did a series of them with the Vogue images, with the Vogue photos. And I think that has been one of my most unique works at, at the moment. Because I do portray my style in them, like a collage and doodles and like photo editing and stuff. So I think that's one of the projects that I've gathered all of my unique kind of styles and everything into one place. And I, I also did one poster for each one of them. So mm -hmm. I would like them to see and to think, oh, this is when I when I see the Jamin poster. Oh, okay, yeah, this is Jamin. This is totally Jamin. <laughs> or when they see like the J-Hope's poster. Oh, yeah, these colors are J-Hope or like whatever. So I would like to, to I mean, obviously I would like to see them. But I, would <laughs> love, <laughs> I would love that they got that kind of interaction and reaction to those arts okay that's great um did you listen to that little intern the little hive intern um or namjoon yourself are you listening <laughs> if you Please. did i'm super sure you did go to that <laughs> post check it yes. out if you can please uh record yourselves while you're watching <laughs> Please, yeah. um Listen, we all know we're in a parasocial um, relationship in here and I'm willing to leave it like at its fullest. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
movie. So, yeah, second question, like a classic okay. in this podcast, favorite drum okay. BTS episode. Oh my god, I really like I don't know, I don't remember the I have a bunch, but I don't I don't quite remember the the number, but I really like the one where they go to the amusement park and they go into like a pirate boat and they okay. have to scream each other like the <laughs> like a word or whatever and Jimin is like dying literally and also Jungi and Hobi are like dying and and JK is wearing like the frog kind of like thing on his head yeah. <laughs> I love that episode and I also really love the one where they go to I, I like the zombie one When you get trying to to beat every single zombie in there, I yeah. love that one. I also love the one where they go. I don't know how to explain this one, but they go to like a place where they have to do certain, like climbing, climbing up a tree or like going through certain stages. I think it's. I don't. Have, I don't know how to explain this one. They each one of them have like a like around so for example i think jungkook jungkook starts and he has to climb this thing and then he has to go through this web and then he has to go it's kind of like a i don't <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you're not watching me whoever is listening everyone who's listening, you're not watching me but she's laughing because i'm i'm trying hard i'm literally doing my best here i have my brain at its fullest capacity <laughs> to remember The um, thing is, I don't know how to explain. They all they are wearing helmets and they have to go. I don't know how to explain it. I yeah, I don't know how to explain. But I, I think really, it's one I'll of have faith that they will know better than than I. <laughs> and it, yeah, they have to escalate one thing and they have to jump and then like the 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 one that makes that that completes the whole thing in the less time wins. Okay, that really sounds like something they do constantly, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, but... <laughs> it's, it's difficult to explain because I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, um, I, I I couldn't, but I really hope you all could. Um, people who's listening, <laughs> tell us in the on the Instagram post, did you guess it? If you yeah. did, tell us. Um, <laughs> we really want to know <laughs> which episode is it. Um, I must confess that the thing is that I haven't watched all of the Ron BTS episodes um, mm -hmm. because I kind of just, I, I, I keep it like easy. Um, I, I, it's a content mm -hmm. that I really love and it's yeah. paused right now. So I have to, I know, I, I, I know. I'm kind of, um, yeah, kind of dosifying itself just to like make it last a little longer. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like I, I've watched the first one and I've watched like the... I think the last 51 or whatever, mm -hmm. but like around 40 and 50, I, I'm, I haven't seen those. I think I'm, I have like, I've seen like one or two, but I haven't completed like the whole middle part of it. Right. You're going to love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I really love the zombie one too. And those that you said that I did identify, um, <laughs> I really, I, I couldn't help myself but remember um with the zombie one like uh -huh. the meme the 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 forever meme that is Jungi in in the on the floor 
and she's saying like yeah. let's get out or something like that and he's like no i just want to die yes <laughs> it's me every day <laughs> <laughs> totally totally i mean um very accurate from you uh mr yeah. sugar <laughs> bias yeah totally um and um third question Uh-huh. Is there any artist in any field that you would like to recommend to a BTS member and to which BTS member? Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. Mm. I mean, the other day I saw that Jungkook posted a Spanish song mm-hmm. on his stories. Let's not talk about it, please. Oh my God, I almost fainted. <laughs> I was like, is yeah, I'm Am still I? sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole song, like being super soft. And I'm like, oh my God, no, this is destroying my heart. So I would definitely recommend him um, something around that probably. Okay. I, I really like a girl called Elsa y El Mar. She's a singer. And I think her style is kind of like soft like that, kind of like. Yeah, I kind of like that, and I don't know, I, I, to be honest, I'm kind of afraid of uh, recommending something to RM, because I think he knows better than I do. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I, that's a good question, I've never thought of that, and I'm sorry if I don't have the answer right now. But, don't worry. But yeah, probably, That's the funny part of it, of this. <laughs> yeah. I would probably recommend some reggaeton to J-Hope. Ah, uh, yeah. Because Let him listen dance, everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I really like there's a I really I, I, like I know certain urban artists here in my city that paint murals and stuff. There's one called Paulina. I don't remember her last name. Okay. But I would recommend that to probably to also J-Hope to kind of inspire him for his third, no, his second um, album, Hope World 2. Okay. Could, could be a cool look to have that kind of like urban graffiti stuff in it. That's But cool. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> those are my answers right now. I'm, I'm totally going to think about that question more. <laughs> That is a great answer. Don't worry. But uh, yeah, if I, I'll be waiting um, on your Instagram or anywhere that if you ever come, if you come up uh, with another answer, I uh, we also want to know. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> so um, it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting in general. And with that, um, ah, I wanted to say, like you made me remember the the yay hopes mixtape second mixtape yeah. and i kind of i almost fainted when he said like um we were going to to listen to it on his birthday but his he birthday. couldn't do it and yeah. all that i was like how can you say that like so easily <laughs> yay <Yeah. laughs> like so casually yeah. how Yeah. <laughs> like at, at least give us like a snippet or like once a yeah I'm not asking I'm, I, I know you're an artist I know it has its process I'm not pressuring you but yeah. I was <laughs> I was 
okay knowing that it was coming at some point like yeah <laughs> not, yeah me too not, yeah um but well he did it <laughs> y por último tuvimos las preguntas rápidas primera pregunta si pudieras mostrarle a Bangtan uno de tus fan arts cuál sería nos respondió que hizo una serie con las fotos de Vogue y considera que es uno de sus trabajos más únicos. También hizo un póster para cada uno y le encantaría que los vieran. Segunda pregunta. Episodio favorito de Rompitíes. Respondió eh, en el que van a un parque de atracciones, se montan en un barco y se tienen que gritar para identificar palabras y así. También el de los zombies. Y también el que van a un lugar y tienen que hacer como varias cosas, tipo escalar, pasar obstáculos y así. Y gana quien lo haga en menor tiempo. Um, en el episodio, no sabía cuál era, no lo identifiqué, pero ya luego que estaba volviendo a escuchar el episodio, <risa> que estaba escuchando la grabación, dije, ¡Claro! Sí, ya sé, que, ya sé cuál es, amistades, ya sé cuál es. <risa> pero bueno, en el momento de verdad no llegué y... Me escucharon. <ríe> y tercera pregunta. ¿Hay algún artista que te gustaría recomendar a un miembro de BTS? ¿Y a cuál miembro? Chime respondió que a Jungkook le gustaría recomendarle eh, Elsa y el Mar, una cantante. Y a J-Hope le encantaría recomendarle algo de reggaetón, cualquier cosa de reggaetón. <ríe> y Paulina algo, no, no, no recuerda su apellido, pero una artista de murales grafitis en su ciudad que piensa que inspiraría mucho a Hobby para la portada de su próximo mixtape. Um, so, with that, we uh -huh. enter this interview. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we made it! We um, made it, yeah. So I'm, I'm really grateful. I, I, I have to say it again. I'm really grateful that you accepted to be here. I'm really glad. Um, so uh, is there anything that you want to say to our listeners before we go? Um, just that uh, try to find what makes yourself special and show that to the world. Don't be afraid of showing your, your rareness and your uniqueness to the world. Because at the end of the day, everyone is different and everyone has their own way to do things and their own way to express things. And the more that we share that with people, the more we're helping people to also um, find in themselves. So don't be afraid of showing who you are. That's what I would say. Period. Period. <laughs> she said it. She said it. Um, that's great. Um, for our listeners, um, like this kind of little series, not series that we're doing in the podcast, Chimmy mm -hmm. is um, a guest that was recommended by all of you guys. So, well, by some of you. So, um, if you want to do that, if you want to recommend someone to be here or you want to contact the podcast for any reason or you want to, um, be here yourself you can um, email us at um, triviaborahe at gmail.com or you can um, go to our Instagram account that you can find us at triviaborahe and if you want to find Chimmy you can do that on on Instagram as chimmy.graphic on Twitter as chimmygraphic on Pinterest as chimmygraphic and I think that's it I have I have a Twitch account and a YouTube account, but I still haven't posted anything on those. I'm still planning on it. 
And once I post something, I'm gonna, you know, but so far, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter. Okay. Just you you yeah. all go check her out, check her art out. And um, when she starts doing that art in, in YouTube and Twitch and everything, um, you'll know by her directly. Yeah. You will <laughs> so, know, yeah. so yeah, with that, um, we finish the interview and we listen to each other next time. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>